I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. As Melbourne fans have really had this opportunity, 10 seconds left. They have dominated a preliminary final. The ghosts of the past seem to have disappeared. This really feels different. This feels like Melbourne's time. A hell of a win for the Demons. They're into the grand final for the first time in 21 years. Glorious times lie ahead for the D supporters. Well, I think it's fair to say not too many people expected a dominant win of that magnitude, probably not even Melbourne supporters themselves, but it was a sensational display, particularly in that irresistible third quarter as the Demons reached the grand final via an 83-point demolition job over Geelong. A sensational victory and as comprehensive as you can get. You're listening to the Friday Night Wash-Up on AFL Nation for the Beaumont Tiles Trade Club as we review tonight's barnstorming victory by Melbourne over Geelong in the preliminary final at Optus Stadium across the Nullarbor in Perth. Damien Watson with you tonight. Feel free to call in 1300 736 736 on the open line thanks to Southern Phone. Great value NBN broadband offers from Southern Phone and that is at southernphone.com.au. Happy to hear from long-suffering Melbourne supporters out there. Tell us how you're feeling because I'd imagine it's probably a little bit foreign given it's been such a long time between drinks. Are you feeling... Yeah, absolutely ecstatic. Are you a little bit nervous because we're heading into grand final week? Is there still that sense of keeping the lid on it, even though it was such a comprehensive win tonight? It must be a swirling nature of emotions within your heads right now, particularly those that have waited for such a long period of time. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Also, Geelong fans, another disappointing exit after the grand final loss last year, compounded upon by that preliminary final exit in 2019. Just seems like it's the same old story getting so close yet so far. You can send in a text message as well via the text machine, 0433. 98 11 16. But the all important final scores tonight for Hyundai forklifts, the best um, forklift around, and it was Melbourne 19 11 125, defeating Geelong 6 6 42. All thanks to Hyundai forklifts, the driver's choice that will drive your productivity. 1 300 736 736. I know the Demons made the grand final in 2019 88 since their last premiership way back in 1964, but I guess the sense is that the build up this time will be a little bit different because they will probably be favourites this year, whereas in 1988 they came up against a very dominant Hawthorne team in their prime as underdogs and they lost by 96 points and of course in 2000 they had to face a team who produced one of the most dominant seasons of all time in Essendon and they were handsomely defeated on grand final day that year as well. It's a different feeling I get the sense in 2021. Interestingly enough, their last premiership and indeed their last couple of grand final appearances have come in Olympic years as well. Let's head to our Call us now, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 
6736. First cab off the rank is Dennis from Sandringham. How are you, Dennis? Good evening, Damien. Fire away, mate. What, is, what are your thoughts on the match? Well, my other congratulations to the Melbourne supporters and the Melbourne Football Club. Uh, they've been the best team all year. Apparently deserved their win. Total embarrassment uh, to uh, sit and watch a, a response like that from Geelong. But, um, look, I think they're raging hot favourites to win the, uh, the Premiership now. I think Port will win tomorrow only because they're playing in their home ground in front of the home crowd. But you get a over in Perth in two weeks' time. Uh, it's a neutral crowd and that. I don't think they'll be anywhere in the race. Uh, so my congratulations to Melbourne. Uh, they totally and thoroughly deserve it. What about that third quarter? It was sensational. And every hour we'll talk about Max Gordon's third quarter in particular. He kicked five goals for the match, four of them coming in the third quarter. But the way they came with that running shot from outside the 50 and also he grabbed it out of the ruck in the fourth pocket and snapped a major. It was just sensational to watch. And just the way they attacked the footy, their contested possession count was amazing, particularly in that third term. And just the running carry they provided as well. It seemed like they wanted the footy more. Look, they've, um, they've been uh, really coached very well this year. Their, their skill factor uh, has picked up immensely over the uh, last couple of years um, to the extent that they are now. They're just a fast-running, hard-tackling, uh, precision-kicking team. Yeah, they certainly produced that in spades tonight. Dennis, thanks very much for your call, mate. Enjoy your night. Good on you, Damien. Take care. Dennis from Sandringham there. Let's head to Simon in Footscray. How are you, Simon? Oh, Dave, mate, Dave, mate, Dave, mate. Yeah. Of course, a Geelong supporter, uh, Simon, from Footscray. Well... Uh, look, all I can say, mate, is we were... Uh, congratulations to Melbourne Football Club, to all their supporters. You know, Hillary, we were out... You know, as a Geelong supporter, we were outplayed in every aspect of the game tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just cannot, you know, you know, and I know, look, I know there's going to be listeners on later, you know, saying to, you know, get rid of Scott, da-da-da-da. We're already getting the text messages now. I'll read them out. Anonymous here. Hey, well, I think Chris Scott has to step aside, feel like he can no longer get any more out of this group. Big Chew says, how good is Chris Scott at coaching? Going to be hard for the Chris Scott lovers to justify this. Anonymous here, Geelong supporter here. Scott needs to go full stop. So there's a few text messages coming already. What are your thoughts well, on that? Look, Damo, probably the only thing I can say to that is what could Chris Scott have done to change that game tonight? The way, you know, the effort some of our boys put in and the way Melbourne played, I don't care who you are coaching, whether you're Clarkson, whether you're whoever, no coach could have controlled, you know, could have got you along over the line tonight. Well, it was a comprehensive performance from Melbourne, but it's an interesting one. What changes could you have made? Damo, what changes could you have made from the bench to control that game tonight? Well, I think with how dominant Melbourne were, particularly in that third quarter, it was hard <laughs> exactly. to... 
I guess, nullify the frustrated momentum that they provided. Just on the whole Chris Scott point, I mean, this is just my point of view, and I know people might disagree, but he's still taken the side to the preliminary final, and I get, you know, the frustration that, it, you know, near enough is not good enough, but at the same time, I know it's 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 hard to find a precedent where you sack a coach for a preliminary final performance. There have been a few over the journey. I remember Stan Alves got sacked after the semi-final exit in 1998. Funnily enough, that was against Melbourne as well. Uh, but... You know, taking your side to a prelim. That's my challenge to any Chris Scott's, you know, knocker tonight is what they would have done differently. Mm. Well, what they would have done tonight. Hopefully the listeners can provide their views on that uh, matter. I'm interested to hear. Simon, appreciate your call, mate, and uh, try and, I guess, weather the storm from your point of view after a loss like that. Simon from Footscray there. Let's hit to Mark, who's in Sydney. How are you, Mark? Good, Zabo. How are you? Not too bad. What did you make of tonight's proceedings? Loved it. Mainly because I have a family member who is a D's supporter, so I'm on board with the D's seeing the Swans have been knocked out. But I think it's an, from a Swans supporter's point of view, I think it's an absolute credit to Paul Roos with the work he's doing with the Demons. That was just a masterclass in um, masterful strategy tonight, in my opinion. Yeah, well, Ruse, of course, came in when the side was almost at rock bottom on the field, uh, only about eight or nine years ago. And, look, I guess you could say it's a bit like Barassi in the latter stages of his time at Melbourne in the 80s. He managed to get some games into the young players, pulled in a few new recruits, and they formed the genesis, I suppose you could say, of the side that they fielded tonight and have, have really developed. It's just amazing, though, the turnaround, because I remember at the start of the year, everyone was saying that Simon Goodwin could well be on his last legs this year, depending on how they were going to perform. There were all these ruminations. I remember there was a match against Port Adelaide last year where Melbourne were done pretty convincingly at the Gabba on a Thursday night. And I reckon all these Melbourne supporters were ringing up saying, Goodwin's got to go. So it's been a big turnaround. Oh, it has. And it just makes me think of how masterful um, Paul Ruse is and how he can get, shall we say, wildly differing uh, players in both backgrounds and skill levels and personalities and forge them into a talented team with a genuine chance to win the premiership because that's what he did with the Swans because, after all, my favourite Swan of recent years, Mike Pike, came from a Canadian background. He was born in Victoria, as in the island off the coast of Vancouver. Scored a try for Canada in the 07 Rugby Union World Cup, yes. That's right. He was a Canadian international rugby union player. He had no background in AFL. He just rocked up to the Swans ground and, you know, through grit and hard work, uh, became a very integral part of the Swans team, especially with regard to being a ruckman, and won the 2012 Premiership with them. Well, uh, I think 05, Ruse coached them to the flag. 2012 was Longmire. But it's it's an interesting one in the sense that it wasn't a complete turnaround in Paul Ruse's time. I think in the last couple of games that he actually coached, they got done, I think it was towards the end of the 2016 season. But he managed to reinvigorate respectability within their on-field performances and they had a bit of a system going. But I suppose a lot of credit has to go to the assistant coaching staff. A lot of people have, I guess, directed plaudits towards Choco Williams as well. I think that's probably probably been, just from the outside, looking in uh, a major difference in the way that they go about their footy holistically, just having that extra bit of brains trust, a new form of brains trust coming in as assistance to help Simon Goodwin. That potentially has made a difference. Uh, Mark, appreciate your call, mate. Thanks for ringing Thanks a lot, Damo. Good on you, mate. Let's head to Steve, who's in bed to go. Steve? Yeah, hi. Um, I'm a Geelong supporter. Um, 
lost the game right from the start from the selection table. How Narkel can't get in that side as a midfielder is beyond brain power comprehension. Um, each time he's been come, come on this year, he's won the ball out of the centre, has the pace, knows what to do with the football. And without him and Parfit, who just um, had no pace around the centre tonight. Radigalia and Zach Guthrie, set it for two years, they're not senior footballers. Radigalia is not a centre forward, he's not a ruckman, he's got no pace. And today, he didn't take a mark tonight, I don't think he got two kicks. Zach Guthrie um, suffers under pressure, the same as Bukas. On the back line, Bukas, if he's under pressure, he goes out of bounds on the full or to an opponent. And he's a wingman or a or a, um, a third-man-up type player. But um, I think Bukas has still got a lot to learn about the game. Um, I think Myers needs to wake up and uh, stop showing off with his feeling his hair all night and all that jazz and with that stupid kicking style he's got. Um, he got thrushed again tonight. Um, Henderson and uh, Rowan, I think it's time they got a tap on the shoulder. Rowan is a terrible finals player with the Swans in Geelong. Had the one, and just Henderson, one disposal, I think, today. He was subbed out of the game. Yeah, um, Rowan needs to get a tap on the shoulder. And Petraka tonight, Petraka, whatever his name is, he showed, um, he showed Selwood that Silwood's time is just about up. He he just couldn't keep up the Petrucker tonight. And uh, you got to have pace in this game today. And uh, Geelong's got some good young players. I would have played Big Fort t- tonight. Um, the six foot ten ruckman. He's, he's a good ruckman. Can mark a beating kick a goal. And uh, expect Stanley the ruck again scoring all night. I thought Stanley played pretty well, but in the end, uh, we didn't have a spare ruckman. And uh, I thought uh, selection-wise, um, I reckon Melbourne would have been laughing. And we've got too many old players, and uh, we're just going to have to go with pace. And um, I think four or five players would be very nervous over the summer uh, getting that phone call or a tap on the shoulder because um, today it just showed you, you just can't keep old. We've got about seven players, I think, eight players over 30 years of age. And uh, I think we've got a lot of thinking to do. And, um, and as for Chris Scott... I think as from uh, next week, he'll be favourite for the Carlton job. I think that's what Carlton's waiting for. He'll, Brian Cook will take him there, and um, that's the way it will go. <laughs> it's as simple as that. What are your thoughts? Some of the text messages coming through. Uh, the changes Scott could have made. Not play Rowan, Higgins, Henderson. This is from Anonymous, by the way, off the text. He has not blooded any young mm-hmm. players, and the club is stuffed for a decade. Also off the yep. SMS, Anonymous here. Ten years and same result every time. They have turned over that many yep. players in that time, and the only constant is Chris Scott. Absolutely no idea when it comes to finals. I've said it for years now. Geelong will never win a flag under Scott. Uh, obviously, the, they did win one of the in 2011, but I'm presuming he means after that. For the love of God, Geelong, please don't sign him again and throw the kitchen sink at Alastair Clarkson. We need a coach that knows what he's doing. Uh, What are your thoughts on those? Yeah, um, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, I think Scott's played too many favourites. I've said all year that um, Dale House has passed his huge by date. Played one reasonable game this year. That was about 10 weeks ago. Higgins can't kick more than 45 metres now since he's had his knee job. Um, done knee reconstruction about a year and a half ago. Um, but Scott keeps... Uh, he, he's got his favourites. And um, I'd love to know the reason he won't play Narkel because I reckon Narkel's in the top 16 players we've got. And there's a few people bringing up today about Narkel. And uh, it's just a joke. Um, and, uh, you know, when you, when you know you're coming up against Oliver and... Um, Pickett and all those blokes, I mean, they just showed us a, 
uh, you know, uh, they, they just showed us what pace is all about tonight. And um, they just, oh, especially um, Piggott, not so much Oliver. Oliver got a few kicks, but um, he didn't dominate like he did the other week. But I think, uh, I think, um, I don't think Melbourne will get another easy game like that. Um, especially if they play Port. I think Port will wake up to that and uh, they're much faster than us, um, Port. And um, I think Port will give Melbourne a, a bit of a shake. Um, but if they let Melbourne get out to four or five goals up, um, it could be all over. But uh, uh, anyway, um, that's it for Geelong now. And um, I guess, um, oh, I think five or six players might be close to retirement. And uh, But blokes like Rowan and Henderson, Henderson's been good the last two years, but the last two finals, the last... Three weeks, is, yeah. Two games we played. Um, he just hasn't been in it. Just can't keep up now. And uh, he's 32, 33. And I think Rowan, well, oh, heavens above, he just can't play finals football. You wouldn't have known he was out there tonight, to be honest. Well, um, only had the one touch, as I said, but uh, he yeah. obviously sucked <laughs> out of the game. Uh, Steve, uh, yeah. go on. Last last point. That's all good. Uh, I think uh, I'd hate to lose Big Fort, the six foot ten ruckman, in two oh nine. He played some good games, and Kamake over him can kick a goal, and he's much better value than Radagalia. I wouldn't care if they cleared Radagalia. Radagalia, he, he he's still learning the game. He's not fast. He doesn't know how to pick up players and pick up opponents. And he's certainly not a ruckman. And he can't play centre forward. So where, and he's certainly uh, not clever enough to play key defence. So where do you play him? Mm. So. Um, but uh, as from here, I mean, you put Narco in and uh, Thomas Stewart and um, Big Fort and uh, the other bloke, um, Constable. I mean, there's another player that should have played tonight. Um, um, the Melbourne's about average age is about 23, 24. Ours must be about 29 years of age, I reckon, and um, there's the difference. So, um, so uh, yeah, so, uh, you know... Um, Chris Scott, favourite for Carlton Football Club. There'll be big noise next week. Brian uh, Cook, obviously, Brian Cook's obviously going here, yeah? and he'll be good for Carlton. He'll be very good for Carlton. Um, Kane Little out of the job today, as was announced earlier this morning. Hey, uh, Steve, yeah. appreciate your call, mate. Thanks very much. And no, enjoy, mate, enjoy mate. your point of view in regards to Geelong and the selection yeah. issues. Oh, yeah. Thanks very much. Good <laughs> on you. Mate. Bye-bye. Catch ya. Steve from Bendigo there. And Mike uh, concurring with Steve saying Geelong were in trouble as soon as they picked Higgins over Narkel. Uh, they were too conservative, says Mike, off the text machine. one three hundred seven three six seven three six to ring in. You can get involved at AFL Nation across the weekend on the open line thanks to Southern Phone. Simplify your life with Southern Phone mobile plans. Switch to Southern Phone. And also, this is the AFL Nation post-game show with thanks to Rainbird, smarter irrigation, the intelligent use of water. one three hundred seven three six seven three six as we dissect Melbourne's 83-point shellacking of Geelong in the preliminary final. The D's making their first grand final since 2000. Let's hear that grand old flag tune as we head to the break. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the emblem for me and for you. It's the emblem of the team we love, the team of the red and the blue. Every heart beats true for the red and the blue, and we sing a song to you. Should old acquaintance be Listening to AFL Nation for the Beaumont Tiles Trade Club. Up and down, up and down, in and out and round and round. 
Looking for the best darn forklift around? Look no further than the newest name in forklifts, Hyundai. Proven around the world and here in Australia, Hyundai High Performance Forklifts. The driver's choice that will drive your productivity with service and support only an Australian independent dealer can provide. So visit the team at Swift Equipment or Google Hyundai Forklifts and say hi, hi, hi to Hyundai Forklifts. You know, the first thing I want to do when I get home is put my feet up. Exactly. And the last thing I want to do is write out quotes. Exactly. Hey? Mate, I reckon you need to get Build Exact. It's the easy-to-use estimating and job management software, and it tackles everything from the takeoff to the last lick of paint. Yeah? Yep. And Build Exact, it even connects to your accounting software. Too easy. Ha! More couch time. You beauty. <laughs> exactly. Head to buildexact.com.au to book your free demo. Aussies are winning epic prizes with the Monopoly game at Macca's, like Zara and Lucas and even Karen. Can I speak to the manager? I didn't win. Have you tried scanning? <gasps> I won! Feel and scan to win at Macca's today. End October 19th. Full terms at mcdonalds.com.au. The Kogan Money credit card is full of value. With no annual fees, amazing rewards and a complimentary Kogan First membership giving you cheaper deals and free shipping at kogan.com. And right now, you can earn up to $400 kogan.com credit when you meet the spend requirements. Plus, earn up to two cents worth of kogan.com credit for every dollar of eligible spend. So make the switch to a better value credit card today at koganmoney.com.au slash footy. Offer ends September 30th, 2021. When they're on the road, truckies have no time to waste. So a flat tyre can be a real letdown. Fortunately, Tyre Right is a member of the best truck emergency roadside tyre service in Australia. So if you've blown a tyre, no matter where you are, give them a call and they'll get you back trucking fast. And they have Australia's largest tyre selection, including steer, drive, trailer and more. Say good day to your local Tyre Right store or call 138 168 to find out more. They won't be beaten on any advertised price. No truck and worries. Tyright.com.au Sexyland stores are still open for click and collect and two-hour delivery. Head to sexyland.com.au to browse Australia's largest range of adult toys from new season vibes to fun games for growing ups. Sexyland, always open for you online 24-7 at sexyland.com.au and taking phone orders on 1-800-885-239. Hello, Frank Walker from National Tiles. During the lockdown, all our Melbourne stores are open for both trade and contactless pickup seven days a week. Yes, all National Tiles Melbourne stores are open for both trade and contactless pickup seven days a week. As best we can, National Tiles is continuing to support Melbourne's trade and retail tile buyers during the lockdown. National Tiles. Trade and contactless pickup at all our Melbourne stores seven days a week. These footy finals, we're giving you the chance to win one year's supply of one classic lager. Simply visit iCanWin.com.au and enter your details. One, the beer you can count on. Entrance must be 18 years or older. SEN loves AFL footy finals. 4 and 20 brings you legendary AFL finals moments. Well, there's so many legendary final moments, but how can you go past the 1993 preliminary final? The Baby Bombers were surging, but only one man could kick the match-winning goal, and that was the old fella, Tim Wispy Watson. What a legend. 4 and 20, Australia's original fan food. 
You're listening to AFL Nation for the Beaumont Tiles Trade Club. Welcome back. This is the Friday night wash-up on AFL Nation. Melbourne advancing through to the grand final via an 83-point shellacking of Geelong in the prelim tonight at Optus Stadium in Perth. And we do this, of course, for Rainbird, smarter irrigation, the intelligent use of water. Damien Watson taking your calls. It's funny, 25 years ago, around this time 25 years ago, the future of the Melbourne Football Club was under a cloud in the sense that there was a potential for a merger with Hawthorne. It's hard to believe a quarter of a century later they're in the position they're in at the moment where they're going to be playing in a grand final. And it's amazing what can change in the period of 25 years when they were struggling very much financially in 1996 to keep themselves afloat. one 736 736 Let's head to Tony, who's in Belfield. How are you, Tony? Yeah, I'm OK. Uh, thanks for taking my call, Damo. No worries. Um, I'm a Geelong supporter who is rapt to see Melbourne get through to the grand final and... Unfortunately, I, I, I think that I've been a Melbourne supporter for the last five or six weeks. Um, I, tonight was no shock for me as a Geelong supporter. It's just been all all the horrible things that Geelong put forward in every game came to fruition tonight, and um, it, it definitely wasn't a shock. And I think that some some massive rumblings need to happen at the top there in Geelong. We need to. Um, not only move Chris Scott on, but we need to move some favourite sons and players on as well. Are you of the opinion there should be a complete regeneration where you basically go through a three or four year rebuild or do you play the top up game like they have for the, the vast majority of the last decade? What are your thoughts on that? How do you think they should move forward if they were to make changes in that sense? I think we're at least two years behind the rebuild. So We've been put in a position now where we've really exhausted all of our options and we can't go back two years in time. So it's going to be quite... It's going to be bad for a couple of years, to be honest. Um, Recruiting over 30 from other clubs, it's it's not the way forward. And putting no faith in youth, uh, all of our young up-and-coming players, they're going to be looking for opportunities elsewhere. We've done a horrible job with this, and you know it's hard as a Geelong supporter. But I'm very thankful for the ride that we've had. But we look at players like Narkle and Constable and Clark, who yes, they're young and they make mistakes, but they're not given a chance. So the, the smug look we get from Chris Scott, like going, it's almost like he thinks that we've got some real good trick up our sleeve. And then we get to the finals, and where's that trick? We saw tonight that trick. That's not a very impressive trick. Well, I guess in terms of this year's finals campaign, it'd be far worse or looked upon historically far worse compared to the last two. I mean, 2019, they were in a winnable position against Richmond in the prelim. They made it to the grand final, obviously, last year. But I know they had that win against GWS last week, but against two quality opponents who obviously finished within that top four bracket. Uh, You know, Port Adelaide last, well, a couple of weeks ago in the first week of the finals, they were pretty much handsomely defeated and it was a demolition job tonight so it's not going to be looked upon favourably the 2021 finals campaign no question about that, it'll be interesting to see what they do going forward, Tony thanks very much for your call, let's head to Ben who's in French's Forest which I think is up in Sydney, how are you Ben? G'day guys, hey Damien um, yeah mate, just in uh, my car just uh, taking the call, I just drove to an area where we've got better re- better phone receptions over and can hear me alright um, yeah, yeah, watching the uh, 
Sorry, sorry, Damien. I was just going to say you could hear you loud and clear. Beautiful, beautiful. Right, I was saying I was watching as a neutral fan, Swans fan, I am, as you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, just um, uh, just really happy for the Melbourne Demons Football Club um, after all what they've been through for such a long period of time. And I remember that drubbing they got 2,000 grand final at the hands of Essendon. And I mm. may have seen a bit of the 87 fi- uh, preliminary final loss to Hawthorne where uh, Jim Stein's didn't know the, enough of the rules and ran over the mark and mm. called Bacanara to get the free kick and goal. Um, but yeah, I'm really. I've got a, I have a work colleague, um, Glenn, who spent part of his early childhood in Melbourne, then moved to Sydney, and he followed the Melbourne Demons all his life. And uh, I'm really happy for supporters like him, who you know he's in his fifties now, and he's finally probably it's looking more likely the Demons are finally going to break the curse of uh, Norm Norm Smith. I'm really. Really happy for Melbourne Demons fans. Um, yeah, uh, I think tonight's uh, game, I guess, with the Geelong supporters, I tend to agree with the majority of what, they, what they're saying. Yeah, that may, they might... I think Chris Scott probably has... Uh, I, I, his game style this season isn't really that much different to last season and not from what I've seen the last few years from Geelong, really. Uh, plus, they've got the oldest list. Um, it might, might be time to tap a few players on the shoulders and... Um, and uh, and yeah, and see what see what, what else they can do because I think the game's changed and Geelong hasn't changed enough with it. So their playing style. So yeah. Well, it's an interesting point of view. Um, just with Melbourne, though, the significance of the victory tonight, I guess when you think about it, 1964 being their last flag, and I know they made, as I said before, the grand finals in 88 and also in 2000, albeit I think they were coming into both of those years as rank underdogs in the grand final, and it proved to be the yeah. case uh, with the result. But, you know, 1964, you would say that most of us can have memories of football, our early memories of football at the age of around six or seven. So we're talking Melbourne supporters born yeah. around 1957-58 would be amongst the youngest who can remember their last flag. And how old would they oh, be yeah, now? Yeah. They're in their early to mid-60s. So there's a couple 50, of generations well, yeah. who wouldn't know what yeah, this yeah. feeling is like, really. No. I've actually, I'm actually born in 1978. I've actually, my earliest memories of Aussie rules of board, the reason I follow Australian football, I'm a born and bred New South Welshman. All my other relatives on my dad's side of the family are rugby league people. I follow rugby league, too. I'm a Manly fan. Um, and wasn't, wasn't happy to hear about the, the not surprised about the loss of the Storm in the NRL yeah, uh, qualifying finals tonight at the same time. Uh, but not surprised. But that's another, another conversation. Um, but yeah, uh, I. I um, I, my earliest memories is actually the reason I follow Australian rules. I saw the Fitz, I think Fitzroy versus Essendon in an elimination final. 1986. I think in 1986. Yeah. I was watching, up in Newcastle with my parents. At, I think at a, at a at a relative's house, and the TV was on NBN three television. Back in the old days, in regional areas, only had one channel. You couldn't yeah. receive the the big station, the uh, metro stations from Sydney or Melbourne or Brisbane. Um, and it was actually they were cutting in and out NBN three of the uh, of that live coverage, and I just. They're saying how close it was. I'd never seen this game before um, called Aussie Rules. And I saw Paul Ruse, who's one of the architects behind Melbourne's um, uh, flight back up to uh, success, uh, near success right now. Um, he was one of the... I think, he, I think he played a part in that game. Um, and I forget the result, but um, just how you get running, kick the ball and do all the things you could do about league and union, but also, but, but, but more, jump and, you know, kick it forward, paddle it forward, um... Yeah, um, I just uh, attracted me as well. I, I played the game as a kid and uh, in Sydney in the 80, late 80s and early 90s, and I fell in love with the Aussie rules. So it's my favourite sport, and um, so I'm, I'm 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 happy for Melbourne Demons fans. Um, I, I, I just think I have a sense 
similar with the Western Bulldogs in 2016 and the Swans in 2005. I just think what, things, a lot of things are going... The, yeah, fate. I think a lot of things are going their way this season too. They haven't had... Like, even even um, uh, Day, their defender today, I, I, the first quarter, myself and my mate, Ollie, just watching the game at his place, single bubble rules, New South Wales rules, for anyone wondering why I'm doing that. Um, like we saw ham, the hamstring. We thought, yeah, we thought he was going to go off. He would get... Sorry? Yeah, Stephen May you were referring to? Yeah, Stephen May, yeah, not Day, May, sorry. Um, yeah, the hamstring, we thought he was going to go off for good, but he came back on in the second start of the second quarter thinking, oh, we thought he was, he was done then and there, but he, little things like that, um, just think, I think they have been pretty good with the injuries of this year, this year, Melbourne, for the most part, compared to some other teams who were like Geelong and Western Bulldogs who are starting to get injuries to key players towards in the finals when they don't really need it. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, and other things. I just, just noticed. I just, I just think it uh, it's, could be Melbourne's year. Really, really could be. And it's interesting you bring up Fitzroy because that final you were talking about was probably almost 35 years to the week this week that that happened in the first week of the 86 final series. And then around this right. time, 25 years ago, they were pretty much frosted to extinction. And Melbourne almost had, mm. I guess, the Melbourne Demons entity almost suffered the same fate that year in 96. And here they are 25 years later yes, preparing did. for a grand final. Ben, appreciate your call, mate. Thanks for being up in Sydney and all the best up there. Thanks, Damien. Cheers. Good luck with the show tonight. Thank you. Good on you, Ben. Let's head to Rowan, who's in Dandenong. How are you, Rowan? Oh, good day, champ. Hope you're well. I'm good, mate. Yourself? Um, I'm good, thank you. Uh, tonight, the the thing that didn't surprise me about Geelong, um, they looked tired last week against GWS, and they even made mistakes. Even though they beat GWS last week, They there were marks that were dropped, and I thought, okay, they couldn't possibly do it two weeks in a row, but they did because they were just under pressure from a side that was just hungry and they were just um, and they and they they just look like they're and I've seen it happen with my club North Melbourne towards the end of um, Pagan's era the, the, uh, the, the more senior players, the Warriors they can only take you to the well so much and then you know Father Time creeps in, and I remember when Melbourne beat North in the um, 2000 finals, and, and Melbourne yeah. went to play in the grand final. Jeff Farmer kicked eight and that night yeah. from memory, and they won pretty convincingly in the end uh, over North. That's right. Yeah, I know, I know they. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they walked all over us, and they deserved to win. So the thing is, um, it, it's it just catches up with you, and they've been up the top so long and they and they haven't had number one, two, three, whatever draft picks. And sooner or later the the Warriors, the ones that, you know, win the ball and, and just put in so much year after year, it looks like it's caught up with Geelong, um, the amount of success that they've had in finals. And I think if they if I was Geelong I wouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think Chris Scott might have a couple of years in him. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Melbourne's coach, he got some help from Paul Ruse. Is that right? Yeah, it was somewhat of a succession plan. It wasn't the most formal of succession plans, but it's somewhat, mm. if that makes sense. <laughs> but that, that's what, one of the things I'm glad with what North Melbourne's doing is is that Noble has seeked advice and help from Paul Ruse. So there might be something in there for Geelong to learn from, is that if they're going to go after another coach is to get someone as there to to just 
teach them and, 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 you know, help them mature as a coach. Because if they suddenly get rid of Chris Scott, um, I think they'll, they'll probably need to look at their list. They'll have to strip certain things back and they may have to re refocus on their um on their um assistant coaches and and fitness coaches and everything else so they can go through a rebuild but i think throwing out chris scott probably not a good idea because for me i'd hate to see what carlton's gone through um when you know everybody's like oh let's just jump ship here and then it's panic time and oh we haven't got a coach yet so i, I, I think see, geelong is smart enough not to do that i can see your point because melbourne were almost thinking or considering <laughs> the same sort of fate weren't they if if things had gone pear-shaped this year with simon goodwin <laughs> probably going to think about the same thing and they obviously yes. rejigged their mm. assistant staff and, and that probably has made a big difference in the sense they got choco williams who's premiership yes. coach going back to port adelaide in 2004 so i see your point uh, rowan appreciate your call mate thanks for ringing in Thank you. Take care. Good on you, Rowan. Rowan from Dandenong there. Keep calling in. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. It was Melbourne annihilating Geelong by 83 points. The D's advancing to the grand final for the first time since 2000. This is the post-game show for Rainbird, Smarter Irrigation, the intelligent use of water, and for Dan Murphy's kick off the footy finals at Dan Murphy's. Damian Watson with you back with more of your calls after this. You're listening to AFL Nation for the Beaumont Tiles Trade Club. How's your latest energy bill looking? It's time to flip the switch and experience the amazing value at Kogan Energy. Want proof? Just upload your electricity bill on koganenergy.com.au and find out how much you could be saving on Kogan's incredible energy rates. See why thousands of Aussies are already saving with Kogan Energy. Visit koganenergy.com.au. Kogan Energy, powered by PowerShop and does not operate in all areas. Hello, Frank Walker from National Tiles. During the lockdown, all our Melbourne stores are open for both trade and contactless pickup seven days a week. Yes, all National Tiles Melbourne stores are open for both trade and contactless pickup seven days a week. As best we can, National Tiles is continuing to support Melbourne's trade and retail tile buyers during the lockdown. National Tiles. Trade and contactless pickup at all our Melbourne stores seven days a week. This NFL season, stream every single game live in HD on NFL Game Pass, including the playoffs and Super Bowl 56. Catch every touchdown, every game day with NFL Red Zone, exclusively on NFL Game Pass, plus condensed games in 40, highlights, and more. NFL Game Pass is your 24-7 all-access pass to the NFL, live and on demand. NFL Game Pass, a must for every American football fan. Visit NFLGamePass.com What's the coolest thing in the Docklands? Ice skating! At O'Brien Ice House, from Amaductor Expert, there's fun to be had for everyone on two Olympic-sized rinks with skate school and ice hockey courses for all skill levels. From introduction first-time skaters to high-level skaters, O'Brien Ice House has the most experienced figure skating and ice hockey coaches in Australia. That's right. The fun never stops. O'Brien Icehouse, Australia's premier ice skating experience. See O'Brienicehouse.com.au. Cool. September to remember. 
September stories for Morris Blackburn. Know where you stand. Andy Marr. There are that many September stories uh, when it comes to finals. Uh, you don't know where to turn. But there is one that I love the idea of. The 1999 final. I know Carlton supporters spent a lot of time talking about it. Players are in that huddle. Remember Steve Silvani, after the coaches had departed, called them in and gave them a rev up. They fired them up and Carlton went on to do what they did in that unforgettable game of 40. Morris Blackburn. Costs nothing to know where you stand. During September, it's all about celebrating the footy finals. Bottle Mart One Hour Delivery presents Footy's Dominant Eras. Hawthorne from 2008 to 2015 won four premierships. The Hawks from 2012 played in four consecutive grand finals, winning three in a row in 2013, 14 and 15. With the likes of Hodge, Mitchell, Franklin, Lewis, it was a famous dominant era for the brown and gold. Bottle Mart. Mart. Download the app and get your footy final supplies delivered in one hour. Start at Bottle Mart. Drink responsibly. Toyota's Good for Footy program plays a vital role in the community, raising funds for local sporting clubs. All with the help of your local Toyota dealer. Hi, it's Howard Bowles from Frankston and Cranbourne Toyota. We support the Len Warren and Frankston Dalton Junior Football Club and also the Sky Football Netball Club. Our fundraising assists facility maintenance, new uniforms and brand new equipment. Visit Frankston and Cranbourne Toyota to find out how you can show your support. Toyota is focused on creating happiness for all by supporting the community. Now that's good for footy. In this week's AFL record, we preview the two massive preliminary finals with our experts predicting a Demons Power Grand Final. We analyse the Brownlow medal and interview 1978 winner Malcolm Blight. Plus, check out the kids page, answer man and team lists for every game. Brought to you by 4 and 20, Australia's original fan food. The AFL record preliminary finals edition. Available at Coles, Coles Express, newsagents and sen.com.au. You're listening to AFL Nation for the Beaumont Tiles Trade Club. Welcome back, Damien Watson, with you around the country on AFL Nation. Melbourne absolutely demolishing Geelong in the preliminary final tonight across the board Optus Stadium by 83 points. This is the post-game show on the Friday night for Rainbird, smarter irrigation, the intelligent use of water. And just before we head to your calls, one 736 if you want to ring in or you can text in 0433 Just a quick shout-out for Flight Centre with $30,000 worth of holidays now, then travel later with Flight Centre. That's win now. Travel later with Flight Centre. Let's head to more of your calls. Rick is in Sandringham. How are you, Rick? Oh, I'm, I'm upset. I'm sorry. I'm upset. Why I'm is embarrassed. That? I'm frustrated. I'm pained. You're a cat's man. There's, there's not much words I can put into this anymore. It's 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 painful. Nine nine years of pain, Geelong. It's 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 shattering. Oh. I can't put these words into it. It's hard to put these emotions into words, but that's how it is. And and this club and this coach have just pained our supporters year upon year upon year. And it's it's coming to a point where this is enough. We need to stop it all and rebuild and start again because that's what it needs to be. This coach cannot go on anymore. I know people, there were callers on earlier that were saying, oh, we lose the experience. Well, it's... How many times chances do you want to give Chris Scott? He's he's had t- coach something like twenty something finals, and he's got a thirty three percent win record. That's not good enough. If you're in a business, you get sacked for something like that. You get sacked after three years. I, 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 I can't. It's just painful. 
Mm, well, I can Thank understand you. your frustration. It's interesting that you're from Sandringham, yeah, by the way, which was Melbourne's reserve team uh, back 15 years ago. Look, at the end of the day, they, he is still taking them. I know it seems like a trite argument, and I know, understand if people say, well, that's rubbish, you need to win premierships if you continually make the finals but don't make the big dance and deliver the cup. Well, there's no point. But, you know, could you make the argument... Let, let me just play devil's advocate. If you're coaching a side consistently deep into the finals each year, do you deserve to get the sack? What do you get judged on? You get judged on premierships. You don't get judged on how many finals you go to. The winners... History is written by the winners. History is written by the people who make, who win the cup. If you don't win the cup, it's a failure in any sport. And you can't make the excuse. Yes, we've gotten almost there, but we haven't nailed that final area. And consistently, year upon year, we can't we can't do it. We can't do it under Chris Scott. We did it in 2011, but we'll put that aside. That was bomber. That was bomber. Most of Bomber Thompson's work. Chris Scott took over. It was like it was like a nanny. He, he basically was able to rejig a few things and it was pretty simple for him with a, with a brilliant team. He's been given... Chris Scott's been given the best players in the comp. We've got Jeremy Cameron, Patrick Dangerfield. We, we have Selwood. given him a quality list. Selwood. There's, there's others. And it, right now, we're at a point where we, we're, we're in a crisis. We've got all these young players that are sitting there going, oh, I can't get an opportunity because we bring in players like College Asney. Higgins comes into the club on, on these players are on big money and they're taking opportunities from young players. And, and if you're a constable, if you're a clerk, you're a narc, you're sitting there going, I can't get a game. Why am I going to stay at this club? It's, it's, oh, it's painful. It's painful and we need to start again. We need to start again with the coach and we need a few years in the abyss to push again and make and become a genuine finals contender because right now we're not a genuine finals contender we got paid by by 12 goals from 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 melbourne it's crazy oh look uh, rick i appreciate you're upset at the moment i can understand that but at the end of the day uh, you're still making a preliminary final that's just my point of view i'm talking from you know look at melbourne supporters of years gone by that uh, haven't even got to this point on a regular basis for the last you know close to 60 years uh, i'm just all i'm saying is that if you're consistently coaching your side deep into the finals i don't know about uh, just absolutely wiping the slate clean with the place. But that's just my point of view. I can understand a lot of Geelong supporters are frustrated. Let's head to John, who's in Donald. How are you, John? How are you, Connor? Yeah, not too bad. I, I, I just was listening to that guy then, and uh, I'll make a couple of comments. But yep. um, Geelong has spent all this money on players, but they never bought a Ruckman. And that was just uh, totally proven tonight. They can say what they like about Radical Lee, but he'll never be a Ruckman. And the other the point with Geelong is Gary Rowan. I don't know why they bought him because, like, unless your side is going really well, um, he won't get a kick because he's 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 not a gutsy player. And uh, as my old coach said, and we used to pick out guys in the opposition, he, he's got a heart of gold, small and yellow. And so he's the first bloke you put a cross through. Now, if I was Geelong, I'd be totally getting rid of him. And well, why? Um, just on Rowan himself, I mean, he's one of those players, and my criticism of him would be that he's a bit too spasmodic. I mean, he can make an impact, but it could only be a couple of minutes of the game. And it could be a significant impact, but it's only, what, in spurts of two or three minutes rather than really holistically taking the game by the scruff of the neck. 
Oh, how many how many touches does he get in a game? Well, not many. That's the thing. He gets that's he the thing. And and then that's yeah. But most of his touches relate to his teammates down the ground. Um, he's not going to go and win the ball by himself. Um, he's playing in a forward line where there's uh, there's three guys who are six foot six. Now he should be able to take that fourth defender apart. He's six foot three, six foot four. The pace he's got, he should be able to dominate. The speed he's got, he should be able to run those guys around. But he doesn't. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. I think you just want more of an output from your players uh, rather than just having a couple of minutes where, you might, you know, he did kick that goal after the siren against the Bulldogs, I guess, in the middle of the year. But you want players to really take the game by the scruff of the neck virtually for the entirety or at least, you know, beyond a couple of minutes or a big play in the last quarter, for instance. Uh, I guess that's my criticism of him. Hey, uh, John, Alder, uh, John of Donald, appreciate your call, mate. Thanks for ringing in and uh, enjoy the rest of your night. John from Donald there in country Victoria. We'll take a break. Back with more. You're listening to the post-game show on this Friday night on AFL Nation. Melbourne by 83 points over Geelong to advance through to their first grand final since 2000. We do this for Rainbird, smarter irrigation, the intelligent use of water. Back with more on the other side. Damien Watson with you. You're listening to AFL Nation for the Beaumont Tiles Trade Club. The 2021 Toyota AFL Premiership season will arguably be the hardest fought in the history of our game. Our players, clubs, members and fans have united to overcome the uncertainty of another roller coaster season. The harder the fight, the bigger the prize. I want you to make me the proudest coach in league history. This is the 2021 Toyota AFL Final Series. This is the best of us. For all the latest info, go to finals.afl. September to remember. September stories. For Morris Blackburn. Know where you stand. Nick Del Santo. My favourite football final that I was involved in, Football Park, 2005. First final, we played the Adelaide Crows. We had a relatively good year. Just got over the line, but my favourite part of that was the great Robert Harvey. Absolutely dominated, got a heap of the football as he always does, but he also kicked three goals. A great win. Morris Blackburn. Costs nothing to know where you stand. SEN loves AFL footy finals. 4 and 20 brings you legendary AFL finals moments. One of the legendary finals moments that I can recall was when I was a little tacker and I wasn't a Bulldog supporter then, but I have a strong memory of Gary Lyon kicking 10 goals in a final against the Western Bulldogs at the MCG and ripped Footscray hearts apart. 4 and 20, Australia's original fan food. What's the coolest thing in the Docklands? Ice skating! At O'Brien Icehouse, from Amaductor Expert, there's fun to be had for everyone on two Olympic-sized rinks with skate school and ice hockey courses for all skill levels. From introduction first-time skaters to high-level skaters, O'Brien Icehouse has the most experienced figure skating and ice hockey coaches in Australia. That's right. The fun never stops. O'Brien Icehouse, Australia's premier ice skating experience. See o'brienicehouse.com.au. Hello. Frank Walker from National Tiles. During the lockdown, all our Melbourne stores are open for both trade and contactless pickup seven days a week. Yes, all National Tiles Melbourne stores are open for both trade and contactless pickup seven days a week. As best we can, National Tiles is continuing to support Melbourne's trade and retail tile buyers during the lockdown. 
National Tiles. Trade and contactless pickup at all our Melbourne stores seven days a week. At Harley Heaven, the front doors are closed, but in lockdown, the roar of Harley Davidson is louder than ever. Contactless, virtual, new and used motorcycle inquiries and appointments are all available on Zoom, Teams and FaceTime. Bike buying with free pickup and same-day payment. Call and collect for parts, accessories, merch, essential servicing, workshop repairs and finance options. Harley Heaven is weaving through lockdown. Your home of Harley Davidson. Harleyheaven.com.au Great finals players. Looking to sell? Start your journey at stockdalelego.com.au. Gary Lyon. Great finals players cannot go past the two-time Norm Smith medalist Gary Ayres. Sadly, one of them was against us in 1988, but what a superstar of the competition he was. Now, on the biggest stage, just got it done. Stockdale and Lego. It's not just about the result, it's about the journey. Start your journey at stockdalelego.com.au. Serious outdoor work requires serious outdoor tools. And this season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. With the world's largest 18-volt LXT range and the revolutionary new XGT 40-volt Max, Makita's Power Garden range will help you take control of your lawn without the need for messy fuel. Tame your hedges with less noise. Cut hardwood down to size with more power. Now with a five-year limited warranty on the new cordless products. Makita, rule the outdoors. You're listening to AFL Nation for the Beaumont Tiles Trade Club. I hope you enjoyed the post-game show on this Friday night on AFL Nation, a historic preliminary final result with Melbourne defeating Geelong by 83 points. That's right, 83 points to advance through to the grand final. They'll take on the winner of tomorrow night's preliminary final between Port Adelaide and the Bulldogs at the Adelaide Oval. And we'll look ahead to that game for the Renault traffic built for business. And just taking a look at any changes that have been made, obviously a lot have been made of it already from a Bulldogs point of view. For Port Adelaide, Sam Pepper has been omitted, but for the Bulldogs, Stefan Martin and Zane Court come in. Some big outs though. Alex Keefe of course out injured. Cody Waitman out injured. Lewis Young has been omitted. So that is for the Renault traffic. Keep your business moving with 30,000 kilometre service intervals. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We have one more caller I guess in terms of fitting them in before the end of the ad break. Sandy from Eden Hope. How are you Sandy? I'm good thanks buddy. Um, I'm an old person. I follow my footy pretty well. I go from Melbourne, but I close to long supporter, and I feel their problem is Steve Wells been there too long. They get people like Gallows, too many local players back to the club that have had it. They're gone because I live in the area. Mm. It stuffs them up, and tonight I couldn't have been happier. Like Gallows isn't the player they need. Um, Heaps of them, they get them back into the area through the Falcons. It's a national draft now. Go and get the best players, not bringing the local players back. Example, Higgins. His dad was a good footballer. Mickey Higgins was a great footballer. Mm. Newtown. All these things. Delia's dad was a good footballer. Why bring these old players back to the club? You're minus two to start with. And I think that show tonight, Melbourne have got pace, they want to go for it. You've got 30-year-old players that the game's gone and they recruit them. So Steve Wells, he's older than I am. I'm 65, he's 67. Get rid of him, get someone up to the game. 
So you think they need That's a regeneration, not only in, of the playing group, but oh, also the list management? Oh, Stevie Wells has been there for years. Why bring mates back? Melbourne have gone and just get go for it. It's a tough game now. Run hard. Don't be beaten to the ball. Geelong best mates are in there. Mates are mates. And until Geelong get rid of that, they won't go again. Oh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting point of view, Sandy. Uh, given you're from country Victoria, uh, I, I, I see your point of view, though, in terms of trying to ensure that young players, and it's a hard yep. balance to have when you have players, you know, with such experience, yep. you need to keep them in, but you also want to give young you players some, a game. You need some youngs, yeah. that that young mid and old, but, you know, getting mates and mates, and it just doesn't work. All right. Thanks, Sandy. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Appreciate your call. That's mate. my opinion. No Fair worries. Enough. Go D's. Good on you, Sandy. Sandy from Eden Hope there in country Victoria. It was Melbourne by 83 points over the Cats in the prelim. This has been the post-game show on AFL Nation for Rainbird, smarter irrigation, the intelligent use of water, and for damn... Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Murphy's delivery in under two hours to selected metro areas. Conditions apply. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.